0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, fighting in a post-apocalyptic future, uber-violence, mystical techniques, blood, head explosions, pillaging, and mullets. Listener discretion is advised.
1: today don't are shocked i shock! Crassy moves and it four weeks you do have Oh that's all the I own my mother Oh my tell me that she
0: Episode seventy five <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Manga View. I'm your host Zahn. How are you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. I'm using a new mic, which I got, so it should be a little bit better, a little clearer, hopefully. Tell me what you think about this mic. It's a headset as opposed to a standard just-on-the-ground mic. I've heard they're usually worse, but we're going to see what happens. Maybe it'll be a little better. I don't know. Either way, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome and welcome. For those of you who are coming back, Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing good. For those of you who don't know, Spike inside that provides information and views about manga. What happens is, every episode I review, one to two manga, depending on the situation, or if board am I give you enough information about it, so that you can make an informed decision on if it's worth even buying or not. So you don't go to the bookstore and say, Hey, this manga looks really good, and you pick it up, and you've never heard of it, and it sucks. I do all the dirty work for you, so you don't have to pillage and read through all these manga and see what sucks and what doesn't. I mean, you don't have to agree with what I'm saying, but hey, at least I'll give you an option of learning something, and I try to give you some information. Either way, it doesn't matter about that. So, what is new with Zen? Nothing much, especially today, because this is episode 75. Can you believe it? 75 episodes since I started this podcast. 75, three quarters of a century. Well, three three quarters of a hundred. It's pretty cool. 75 episodes. I cannot believe this. Seriously, it's just it boggles the mind, 75 episodes don't worry, I'm still here, still going on, I mean, I'm pushing it as fast as I can, getting this, them out, I'm trying to catch up, and everything's, you know, kind of blah, but doesn't matter, either way. So what else is new in the world of spire Can in Well, my car's having some problems, I think I got a leak in the tranny, we're going to see the transmission, we're going to see what happens with that, but this isn't auto tech, this isn't auto talk, we don't talk about... Cars and things like that. We talk about things which people who read do, which are mangas. But before we get into the special topic of today, which is going to be pretty cool, I'd like to talk a second about some pretentious assholes I saw in the bookstore yesterday. So, what happened is I went to the bookstore. I always go to the bookstore a lot. I'm a huge bibliophile. I love reading books. I love just going to a bookstore at like 9 a.m. and leaving at like 4 because I'm reading all this stuff. Either way, so what? Sorry about all the noise. Looking for something I dropped. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So what happened was I'm in the bookstore, and I hear this guy walking through. These, I hear this voice in the manga department saying, "Oh yeah, well, well, beaches is beaches. Oh, this series, going over all these really popular series, which is understandable. You have your choice of opinion. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm a podcaster who talks about manga, so I shouldn't be calling the kettle black, but this kid was just being obnoxious about how this series sucks because this, 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 and this, and this series sucks because this, 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 and that, and it wasn't even educated statements or things, just were, like, actual points, just like, this sucks because it looks dumb, or this has crappy writing, (laughs) made me wonder about why I do this, really did, just because, I know this makes no sense, this story, absolutely, is just bizarre but just the way this kid was talking was very just... assholic. I mean, because I listen to podcasts based on anime. I mean, we all do. We all listen to manga and and anime podcasts and game podcasts. And we know how it is. And just to hear it from the other end, I mean, just to hear some kid who doesn't know what he's talking about talking about stuff, it kind of made you realize that, you know sometimes it's good to have someone who knows what they're doing or talking about reading this stuff as opposed to having some idiot just jabber on and on and on and on. I know some of you be like, you're an idiot for jabbering on and on about this, but, ah, eh, well. Uh, that kid just made me mad for some reason just because the way he was talking it was just kind of I don't know it was Just and also he was sitting in the aisle that was the other thing that drove me nuts him and the three people he was talking to were sitting in the aisle don't you hate it when you go to a bookstore and you know you got a very small aisle because you have one side with one book so one side with the other books and you have kids just sitting out sprawling with their feet across you have to step over them to get to the different books where you have to say can you please move so I can look behind you and see what books are behind you that's probably what pissed me off more but just you know I don't know it was weird the kid couldn't have been more than, I don't know, 13, which was pretty good, but he just, I don't think he learned anything yet. He'll learn, he'll learn that manga is not just one type of thing, it's that everything else sucks because of it. It's a, It's a huge plethora of things. You don't just love it for action manga. Which is violent? You love it also for the intellectual manga, for the strange manga, for the comical manga, for the harem manga, for the moe manga, and even dare I say it, for the <laughs> I can't say it anyway. But for the shonen, the shojo, and shonen manga, I can't say that other topic. I Never will, because I don't love that. I hate. Yeah. Anyway. This is like, you just don't like because it's gross. Yes, I agree, it's gross, but we won't talk about that. The yaoi manga. Blech. Here is another topic, but that's neither here nor there again. So, either way. So, speaking of which, we are going back in time for episode 75. You're probably wondering, what do I mean by going back in time? Well, pretty much what happens is we are going with an oldie but goldie in this episode because if you remember from the last episode of the Spyrokin manga review, I spun the wheel of manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a very popular manga, a very old manga. A manga which, no doubt, you've heard of. Most podcasters, most anime fans love this series. they It's like the holy grail of action shonen series. I mean, this is the series which started it all and being uberly violent. And, well... Some people say it's worse than, say, Dragon Ball Z. Some people say it's better than Dragon Ball Z. Some people say it's strange. Some people say it's depraved. Some people even say it is a rip-off of Mad Max. But still, you can't deny the awesomeness that is Hakuto no Ken. Or Ken the Great Bear Fist. Or, as we know it here in the United States, Fist of the North Star. Originally written by Bronson, who has a real name which I don't remember at this time because it's an obviously pseudonym, and illustrated by Tetsuo Ohara, it was originally published by Shuisha back in the day, a long time ago, 1983. No, for some of you that's horror, you were born. For me, I was, I think, two years old at the time. And the original run ended around 1988. Damn I'm old! That's almost two decades. Almost decades ago. Holy shit. By the way, there were 27 volumes, there's an anime series which was made by Toei, there was a uh, TV film OVA series which was also released by Toei back in 86 and 87, there's a live action movie with, that was directed by Tony Randall, which you can hear at the review of that On Greatest Movie Ever podcast, and there's also several novels and OVAs, and of course there's the sequel series which is about Rao which is called Rokudo no Ken Rao Gaiden. And also there is a subsequent so a sequel series called Mist of the Blue Sky, which is about Kenshiro's ancestor. And also there's rumors they're going to make another one and another anime series. Anyway, I've gone on a bit about babbling now. Also, the genre would be considered martial arts science fiction, but I prefer to think of it as uh, super awesome post-apocalyptic fighting extravaganza with head exploding. Or, well, honestly, he de boo. So, either way. Now, for those of you who don't know what this North Star is, first off, shame on you. Shame on you for not knowing about this awesome series. And second off, maybe it's a good thing you don't know about the series, because this series is really fucking wild. So either way, first off. Now The manga starts off very generically, which will set up the entire universe of this thing. There is some discrepancy, though, because if you look in later on series, they changed the number, because in the original series, it said, in the year 1990X, which obviously has passed. We don't think this had occurred already. So then later on, they changed it to in the year 2000X. Uh, Well, in exactly, well, in the month, it's going to be 2010. So that's out the window, so the newer ones say in the year 20XX, the XX being a variable, so blah blah blah, and then when it's 2099, they're gonna say in the year 2XXX, and then so on and so forth for all eternity as long as this lasts, because this will last forever. So either way, in the year, we'll use the generic 1990X, in the year 1990X, the world was covered in atomic fires, the seas have dried, and the earth is cracked. And from the depths of life, most has disappeared off the face of earth. However, man has survived. And this is where it opens up, where you see a bunch of people in Mohawks, which at the time was fashionable, with a Z on their forehead, go and they proceed to pillage and rob a group of people. And this is within two pages, you already have three people dead one person with an axe in his head, another one with a spear through him, and well, after they torture and pillage these people, they proceed to show what's important, which is pretty much they go and say, oh look, we got water and food, and what the hell's in this package As he's guarding so much money? This is useless. And pretty much in this world, a new era of uber-violence has begun. Now, later on it shows later that one of the guys with the Z on his forehead and the Mohawk is driving up and now there's this big dude who has a Z-66D on his forehead. This is Zed, the leader of this gang of, well, they're all Mohawks lunatics. And this is the style at the time, by the way. You know, bare-chested, with the Uber, like a, I don't know, 19-pack, with huge arms, and just like, uh, he's like, he's like, why are you coming back here? Where's the stuff? He's like, we got hit, man. He's like, what do you mean we got hit? NO ONE MESSES WITH THE ZEED GANG AND GETS AWAY WITH IT! And he goes, and they show, they go back to where the guys were pillaging, and all the people have no external injuries, it looks like they exploded from the inside. Like, what? And the last survivor is like, WHAT HAPPENED?! You know, he's like, it's like, it's like, like, TELL ZEED WHAT HAPPENED! And all the guy says is, HOKUDO! he's like, WHAT DO YOU MEAN HOKUDO? And then suddenly his head explodes. And, of course, this is just the beginning of Fist Star. And then introduces our main character with the mullet of power. And who do I speak of? I speak of Kenshiro. And Kenshiro is a bum. Well, at this point he's just really a bum who's wearing, well, leather boots and he's wearing a poncho. And he comes up across this city which is all deserted, derelict, and ends up getting caught in an act. And the populace of the city comes and says, Who are you? We're going to kill you. And he's just like, I need some water, please. And so what happens is that they decide to lock him up in prison until the patriarch comes back. And, well, they introduce this other character. Well, this little scraggly girl named Lin, who is mute. And what happens is Lin offers Kenshiro some water to save him. And what he does is he proceeds to, well just kinda help Lin out. Cause Kinshiro is a very noble character, he's just kinda cool and you know, his cellmate who's this young boy tries to beat up Lin to, to kinda get her to get the keys and what happens is that Kinshiro saves the day cause he's honorable. You know they've arrested him and he's just like now wait and do whatever. And so I know I'm just babbling at this point, and so long story short they exp- You get an expedition on the planet from this little ragtag little kid who explains that the town town that they're in has water, has food, and what happens is that they become very territorial. They'll set traps to get people, so on and so forth. And what happens is that they're just there to, well, you know, survive. They're trying to survive and Kenshiro and this other kid were, well, trespassers. I know I'm battling at this point, but either way it doesn't matter. So what happens is that, as thanks for this kid being nice to Kenshiro, Kenshiro proceeds to use his Okudo no Ken to heal her throat. By touching her head he's able to make her all better and he gives her back her ability to speak, which he doesn't use until way later. And So what happens is that Patriarch comes back to sentence well, sentence the guys And they proceed to see, you know, like, who are you? Are you part of Zed's gang? It's like, no, I'm not part of Zed's gang. It doesn't matter to me. Because Kenshiro is the silent character. He doesn't really talk much. Just like kind of two-word answers. So what happens is they proceed to remove Kenshiro's poncho. And underneath him, you see his bare chest. And he has indents, almost bullet marks, or like someone stabbed him in a shape of the Big Dipper on his chest. Seven stab wounds. Later on, you find out that there are actually finger points. That someone actually jabbed their finger into his chest. And what happens is, as they're, as they're examining him, realize, "Oh no, it's Hakudo, the Great Bear. It's like it's the Star of Death, and this prophecy that when the Great Bear appears, violence will follow." As this happens, Z decides to attack the village where, and was in, and it's like, "Oh no." Th- Zeed's coming to fight, and oh no, what's gonna happen? And so, Zeed, with his multitude of millions of generic looking bad guys, look exactly the same with their mohawks, and well, I don't know where they get these mohawks from, man. I mean, seriously, I mean, what do they go to the barber like saying? You have a choice, the mohawk or the mullet? Man, I would have chosen something else, anyway. So, as they come, you see, you know, Zeed is coming to slaughter everybody, and. Lin, before everyone ran out, threw the keys at Kenshiro, and Kenshiro is all about, he's just wondering what's going on, while well, the kid who was in the, well, the kid who was in the cell with him, is like, she gave us the keys, now he can escape, well, they get killed, and he's like, get killed? And he's like, yeah, Zed and his gang, women, children, families, they slaughter everyone without distinction. He's like, well, not this kid, I'm getting out of here. And then you just see Kenshiro with his big muscles and his now you see him in wearing his leather his leather vest, his leather pants and leather boots he proceeds to bend the bars out of shape and just walks out of the prison cell and you see all the people who've been slaughtered because Zed has killed them all and he's now holding Lin in his arms saying like, I'm going to squash this brat he's like give me everything you have food, supplies, everything else and as everyone is scared, as he's going to break off her head because this guy's huge. And I'm not talking like my height, 6'3. I'm talking he's like 9 feet tall, Z. And he's just grabbing this little girl, his, her head in one hand, able to close the He's going to snap her neck. And suddenly, Lynn sees Kenshiro and she just screams, Ah, help me. And like, oh my god, Lin, Lin spoke. Lin spoke. And the kid who saw Kenshiro do his his mumble jumble, we'll call it the mumble jumble, with his fingers is like it's like, who are you? How'd you do that? What did you do to her? Doesn't talk. Just walks up to And you just see him proceed to just tell all the people get lost. And you're like, What? All the gang members are laughing at him say, Who the fuck do you think you are, man? You'll see we're gonna kill you And suddenly Kenshiro just moves and does a kick? Voila! And suddenly all the gang members Who he just beat up Just their heads explode a second later Like what? you're like what the fuck is going on? And then suddenly The old man realizes Akuto oh, Shinken Or the divine fist of the north star Well it's actually the great bear fist But yes so It reveals what it is So Kenshiro goes up to Zed after killing half his minions and is like, Let the girl go! And then the guy pretty much says, Fuck you! You killed my men! And then... Ken does the signature move. Which is his hokuto hakyuritsu-ken. Which pretty much is just him using a bunch of... Just punches and jabs to the guy's body and he's going, he's just pushing him, and he actually knocks Zed back, and catches Lin, and just says, Hokuto ken went so the fist of the, hun- the thousand shards, so this is the time when you discover the exposition, which is just, a long time ago, there was a legend of a horrifying kung fu from China, practiced by assassins, Kuto Shinken, its secrets was to focus all of your energy, to hit the vital points and destroy the body from the inside rather than from the outside. Every technique was deadly, and now he has come. And meanwhile, Z, now getting up, says, Ha ha ha, that was supposed to hurt me? I'm gonna cut your head off. And then, quietly, uh, as he looks, Kenshiro just turns around and says, You're already dead. Or, as we heard before, Omewa wa o shinteru. The guy's like, what? What are you talking about? And then suddenly his head just explodes and he splits in half. Like, what the hell? And so the rest of it is just, Kid just ends up, the Kid, Bart, ends up following Kinshiro as Kinshiro just walks away. Because he's just walking out of town and Bart's like, well, why don't you settle in this town? With the power, you've got it easy. you got plenty of food. And he's like, well, you know, I'm going to follow him. And as the little girl's crying, she's like, why'd he leave? And the old man's like, whenever the great bear appears, violence will follow. It's for our own good. Ken left for that. For the village where you live, Lynn, you understand. See? And this is the beginning of Fist of the North Star, one of the greatest series of all time. I know I just spoiled the... that's just the first chapter, man. That seems like usually it'd be like five chapters, just that whole saga. That was one chapter. It's pretty fucking long. Like I said, 27 volumes, and that was one chapter. And you think that it goes insane. It's not insane. It goes beyond just freaking insanity, because... Well, the main crux of the story, which, because I should get into this, is that Kenjiro is on a quest. Well... What happened was, many years ago, Kenshiro's master, or his father, had four brothers, or four students. Kenshiro was the youngest out of all of them, and they were all vying for attention to be the successor to Hokuto no Ken. And what happened was that... The... What happened was that Ryuken, who is the sifu, the teacher who trained Kenshiro and his four brothers, Rao, Toki, Jogi, and Koyu, he trained them, and what happened was, after successing them, he decided to choose one of them as a successor, he chose Kenshiro, because Kenshiro was noble about it, he's, you know, he's was able to master all of the 708 vital pressure points on the body, which could destroy or heal a person from within, and, you know, because he was chosen, this caused a dispute, which kind of, well... Caused all the problems, because he had four people brothers who gave a shit. Because the first one you have is Rao, who's the big main evil villain. Rao is, well, the eldest of the four. And then you have Toki, who is kind of... He decided to use Hokuto Shiken as a healer. His ability is just he can heal stuff. Next one, Jaggy is evil and just... He likes fucking with people's head. He's the reason why a lot of the bad stuff happens to Kenshiro, because he's deceptive and manipulative, and he's just pure evil. And he always hides his head behind a mask. And then, the last one is, well, this guy was like a previous, well, it's just like a, a previous rival of Ryuken, who wanted to be successor of Kudo no Ken. And he's got some weird other abilities. Um... And it's just Kenshiro's fight against them. But what started the whole thing was, of course, like I said, it's all about a girl. Yes. What happened was that Kenshiro was left for dead by his best friend, Shin, who was formerly his rival. And what happened was he was in love with Kenshiro's fiance, Julia. And what happened was that... Joggi in all of his infinite wisdom decides to corrupt him and say, Yeah, you can take her, no problem. So Shin challenges Kenshiro and completely defeats him and proceeds to take his fingers and jab him in his chest to make the Hokudo on his chest. So he's the reason Shin is the reason why he has the Big Dipper on his chest. He leaves him for dead, and then he forms this huge organization. And well, he went after beating Sh- Kenshiro, he decides to take Julia for himself, but Julia ends up trying to kill herself, and so on and so forth. Um, I should really just try and really get into the depths of this series, but honestly, long story short, this series can be broken down like this. Kenshiro shows up in a town, bad guys are there, bad guys fight Kenshiro, Kenshiro does, and then bad guys blow up that's all you need to know about the series. I mean, there's a bunch of mythology behind it with the Haku- you know, the Hakudo Shinken, the Natoruko Shinken, all the other different fighting styles and you know, the Hakudo Ryuken and all the other sub characters and villains and but straight up it's just to see a bunch of guys beat the hell out of each other, you know. But there are some weird people. I mean, the villains are what make it interesting. Because, like I said, the first guy you have, Zed, is like 10 feet tall. He's got a mohawk. He's got the Z666 tattooed on his forehead. And he's just super huge and just crazy. I mean, the next guy you have is you have the three big guys who are, well, you know. You have King, who is the the subordinate of shin and what his group is, all of them are based on playing cards, like his first lieutenant's name is Spade, and he's got, you know one, he loses his first eye when he's fighting Kinshiro, and then he, because Kinshiro catches with his fingers a crossbow and throws it back in his head it's pretty cool, then you have Diamond who is just this he looks like a clown, but he's got a staff and he just kind of is crazy and gets his ass kicked, then you have this one guy Club and he's got like a praying mantis style and he just kind of uses these like scythes it's pretty cool and then you have heart who's this big fat tubby guy who pretty much you punch him and his body absorbs and deflects the impact he's kind of like the blob from x-men where you punch him and nothing happens and it's cool what happens to him because he just uses hokuro no ken and explode. which is pretty cool And you have a couple of other very weird characters. One guy uses a helicopter. You know. And all this other very obscure and insane things. And I know you're like, what the hell? But it's just insane and astonishing and pretty cool. It really is. Because it's Hokuto no Ken. I mean, because the series is just what it is. It's the predecessor to Dragon Ball. It is the predecessor to Naruto and Bleach. It's just a guy fighting for what he believes in. Which is... Who fucking knows. Well, honestly, Kenshiro's whole deal is besides trying to get Julia back, which after he thinks Julia's dead, it's just he wants to live in peace. He wants to get rid of everyone else who knows Sukuno no Ken, because no one should know it, and then just walk the Earth. That's it. He wants to protect the world and just kind of exist. I mean, he doesn't stay in a place for a long period of time, because he knows that if he stays in an area, people are going to get killed, so he just walks along the Earth. It's a very tragic and stoic character, where He's a man of few words, but he speaks louder with his fists, and his fingers, and his toes. I know, I'm just completely like insane at this point, but... The series is truly, truly inspiring. The art style that's done by... Tetsuo is pretty, well, it's dated. I'm not going to lie. This is 80s at its prime. I mean, the main character looks like Mad Max from Mad Max. He's got the leather, which, the leather vest, leather pants, leather boots, which you don't really expect to see anymore. You know? You don't see that type of clothes anymore. And then you have characters who have mohawks and mullets and, you know... I mean, in the anime, you have pink mullets and green mullets, and, you know, people's arms get blown off, and people's hands get chopped off, and they're wearing, you know, tape around their heads. You got one guy who looks like a Nazi. You got scantily clad women. You've got a lot of, I mean, you got guys wearing fur. You know, I mean, it's borderline transvestite at times. I mean, it's like, you got the, the menacing villain who's wearing his, like, Liberace coat. And his... It's very, what the fuck? But, it still, it held up pretty well. I mean, even if you get lost with the fact that, oh, it's, you know, it's 80s, you can get lost with the fact because of the fact that it is in a post-apocalyptic future. It's where everyone is fighting for everything, you know, it's not just, I can go to the supermarket and get some food. No, it's, I have to find food, and that guy has some food, so I'm going to kill him and take his food. You know, it's dog-eat-dog at this point, in this world. And the innocent people don't usually get retribution. I mean, they get it afterwards. Like, they're going to die, and then they'll, they'll be avenged. It's not like they can just get the food and whatnot. I know I'm just babbling at this point, but what can I say? Fist of the fucking North Star. Truly inspiring. Truly horrific. You know, because there are some scenes that are truly bloody and fucked up. I mean, like I said, you see a guy get his head blown off every other page. You see one guy with a shotgun get his arm blasted off. You see another person with his just... Oh, what can I say about it? it? just. You see people with arms getting cut off. You see guys getting jabbed. You see women getting raped. It's pretty fucked up. Cool, too. I mean, you have one guy who who uses, well, sights to kill women and cut them in half. You have people dropping others in volcanoes. I know, I'm just reaching for straws at this point, but if you think it could happen, it'll happen in this. You know? It's very, very bizarre, and just, there is no semblance of reality in this. I mean, if there is a hokudo no ken... Whoever knows it will rule the world because just you could do anything. It's like, okay, I need to learn a new technique to kill this guy because my uh, fist of a thousand charge doesn't work. So I'm going to use this, I'm going to touch his arm, and his arm's going to to split in half and crack. And I'm going to use this one, and he's going to freeze so he can't move. And then we use this pressure point. And this pressure point, it's like he has a, a repertoire of a thousand freaking moves, you know, every single one. So. And it just keeps going on and on, because you think, this guy knows only this technique. Oh no, he knows this technique. It gets very out there. As for writing style, well, it's just very profane. It's not really a writing style. It's a bear, It's a narrative. It's like, okay, he does this. He does this. And here's the action sequence. That's it. I mean, it's a lot of ha ha. I'm going to kill you. You are already dead. ha oh no, blood squirt, ah, so on and so forth. Very repetitive. Very repetitive. But, it works. It's violent and fucked up. And ingenious at the same time, to be honest with you. So, visit the North Star, what do I give it? Uh, well, really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, simple. Can sure will come to your house and go, and you're gonna explode simple. That's what's going to happen if you don't read this. Kenshiro will come and blow you up. It gets a five. It is It is truly a good series. I mean, if you want something with deeper plot than this, you're not going to like it. I'm not going to lie. If you want his blood and violence and you like things like Crank, if you like things that Daryl Surratt likes, you're going to love this. It's simple. That's all you need to know. It is violent. It is uberly, uberly violent. It is good. It's really good. But unfortunately you can't get it here. You have to look for it. Most scanlation sites will have a copy of it somewhere. Um, Raijin Comics used to release it back in the day, but you're really not going to find it. It's going to be very difficult to find, you know. Um, Viz Comics used to release it back in the day, and they had like, I think, one volume back in 95, but you're not gonna find it. Very difficult to find. Very freaking difficult. You should try finding it. Oh. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. There was a second volume. Holy shit. Yeah, because you had Trips of North Star, and you had Night of the Jackal, Southern Cross, and Blood Brothers. So you had four, you had four volumes which came out back in the 90s so you might be able to find this. I'm wrong. I didn't know that Raijin Comics, there were ten volumes, and, uh, well, you can see if you can get it. But they're really difficult. Any Raijin comic is like $90 if you find it at a bookstore, so. Oh, do no Ken. Such a cool fucking manga. And an anime series. The anime series is just intense and odd, and Just really screwed up. Just, if you have a chance, go up onto YouTube and look up Fist of the North Star Hokuto Shinken, and you'll see how awesome the fighting sequence is. But, like I said, if you want something a little more with substance, a little more romantic, you're not going to like it. If you want something that's comical, you're not going to like it. It is very depressing. I mean, Kenshiro is the universe's butt monkey. Pretty much... Even though he does all this stuff, even though he's very noble, in the end, he is very tragic. He doesn't get a happy ending. He's not going to. He's going to keep doing this, walking the earth, fighting bad guys until he dies. There is no happy ending, no retirement for him. He's doing this until the end. The only retirement he's going to have is when he's dead. It is very depressing. If you need something happy, I don't recommend this. If you need something, if you if you had a bad day, this is worth reading. You know? Yeah. What else am I going to say? Um. Uh, well, that's pretty much... Oh! On my notes also, apparently there is a Dynasty Warriors based on Hakuno no Ken for Xbox 360 and th- PS3 coming out next year. Okay, that's kind of cool. I may pick that up. I know it's just random, but hey. It's Hakuro no Ken. Uh, so yeah. I reviewed... This is the North Star has babbled on for 20 minutes. Can you believe it? Uh, oh man. So don't worry. We'll review other things soon. Better things, or more violent things. Because this is the month of violence. Because yes, November I decided to do month of violence. I know. I picked several violent series because I'm just, you know, before we had very depressing and all cerebral, so now I'm thinking all violent and creepy. So we're going to see what to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spyrokin manga review in a moment. But first, before I forget, I have to give you the contact information. You can check us out at spyrokin.podbean.com. You can leave comments and also download the episodes directly from there. Or you can download us from iTunes. Definitely connect to the feed. It's worth it. Also, we can be checked out on Twitter under Spyrokin. A lot of interesting notes I put on there when episodes are released. Also, I put on anything going on at their contests. Or some, just some basic stuff with my life that's going on. Uh, You can check me out at Zan Space Spirekin on Xbox Live. Currently playing Brutal Legends. Damn good game. I think I'm going to get Batman next or Assassin's Creed 2. We're going to see what happens with that. And also, before I forget, you can email me at spirekin at gmail.com Zan.spirekin at gmail.com Zan is X-A-N not S-A-N by the way zan.spyarkent at gmail.com or zan.spyarkent at gmail.com sorry, also we have a voicemail 206-426-6665 that again is 206-426-MONK I will play whatever the voicemail leave is on air if it's good besides that you can check out all, all these information on the show notes and also we have our random question of the week which if you send the answer for you'll get maybe a shout out or a prize, I don't know for some of you who are still waiting for your prizes, I know, I got lazy. I forgot to send it. Um, Sasser, I sent your stuff. should have got it by now. If you didn't, just email me back. I'll just figure something out. I'll express it or something. Um, the rest, we'll see what's going on. Uh, Hannah, I still need your address. I don't think you sent it to me. I didn't get it in the email. We'll see. And, uh, I think that's it for this episode, except for the part we all been waiting for, you know what I'm speaking about, it's the part we all want, the part we all need, it's the one, the only, THE, the wheel, WHEEL OF MANGA! Yes friends, the wheel of manga, except no substitute. Now what is the wheel of manga? The wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with ten spots on it. What I've done is I've assigned ten manga to this wheel, so each spot has a single wheel. A single manga to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing for the next episode of the and Manga Review. And like I said, this is going to be the month of violence. This last one was the month of horror. So now violence. A little bit better. So what happens is when we spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing for the next episode of the and Manga Review. Good spin, I think. Uh, so, I'm reviewing number 10. And what is number 10? Ooh. Whoa. So, for number 10, I'm going to be reviewing by Masahiko Takajo. Ricky O. Oh, damn. From one violent, to from one extreme to another. I cannot believe that. Cool. So, next episode of Spy Chromography Review, number 76, I'm going to reviewing Ricky O. That's pretty cool. So, as usual, I really appreciate you guys listening to this show. Keep downloading, tell your friends about it, and... If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email me or call me. I will take most comments into consideration, and well, we'll see what happens. So, as usual, this is the Spark and Monger View. I'm your Hosan, and I am Gonzville. And remember.